Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today have Joseph, Joseph Wilkins. He's the founder of FunnySalesVideos.com, and he's also a co-host, uh, or a host, I have to say, of the podcast, How to make a video go viral, which is actually something we're going to talk about today. I'm delighted to have Joseph on the podcast. Um, please introduce yourself a little further to the audience, Joseph. Sure. Well, thanks for having me on the show, uh, Elias. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, quick introduction. Twenty uh, years ago, I started a video marketing agency. Um, that was primarily focused on producing television commercials, infomercials, you know, those 30-minute long shows, short-form TV commercials. And then we did, you know, some, some traditional sales videos for the web. And uh, I don't know about you, but I just don't watch TV ever anymore. And so, you know, our, our commercials in the early days were extremely successful. We had, you know, some huge success. But then as time went on, our clients started to say, you know, our results are dropping. We need to do some different kinds of videos to get people's attention who are online. And so that's when we launched Funny Sales Videos about five years ago. Um, and really the results that we are seeing now compared to anything that we've done before is just a, a huge contrast Um And just to give you a quick example, you know, before we launched our funny sales video brand, the biggest video view count that we'd ever got online was one video that we got over 100,000 views on. Um, our campaigns today get millions and millions of views. In fact, one of our campaigns that is for a laundry detergent um, between five or six videos now have over a hundred million views wow. and, you know, views for the sake of views is nice. Um, but really what people want to know is, you know, how do we convert that to sales? And, you know, that client has millions and millions of dollars in track sales. So long story short, after 20 years of doing all kinds of different types of marketing videos, um, pretty much all we do these days are these funny attention grabbing videos that then tell a relevant story, all focused on taking somebody from, I know nothing about your product or service to, I want to go to the next step, whether that's to buy something, to generate a lead or just to get more information. So that's a very quick overview of the past 20 years and where we are today. And I can completely see why you get great results for your customers because um, like uh, like like uh, I would advise to the listeners is, is to go to the, the website, um, funnysalesvideos.com. It's it's basically a one pager, but you have some pretty amazing showcases of your work there. It's really funny to to watch. So, so go and look look that up. Um, there's a, a, a download as well with an ebook, which we're going to talk about today. But really what we're going to talk about today is the eight steps that you have described in that ebook to make yeah. funny sales videos. So, so go ahead. What's the first step to, to start creating those funny sales videos? Yeah. So before I jump into that, you know, just to give your audience a reason to listen, 
Uh, just like you said, if you go to Funny Sales videos, right at the top, there are case study after case study of companies that have literally transformed their sales pipeline. Um, you know, whether it's very large companies that have millions and millions of dollars in sales or literally one man solopreneurs that have doubled their business because of these kinds of videos. Our last campaign um, within two months sold out of 100% of their inventory while quadrupling their return on ad spend. And so these are the kinds of videos that aren't just fun. They're a complete business model in a box, essentially. So you can download the steps that I'll run through right now. I'm going to run through them super quickly. But like you said, they're all in the free ebook at funnysalesvideos.com. So the, the whole reason why you want to make something like this is because when people go online, which is where all of our videos live, we don't really run these kinds of videos on TV. Um, they're, they're solely focused on social media. So mm -hmm. if your customer, whether it's a B2B executive or whether it's a B2C consumer, when they're going on to social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or TikTok, whatever the platform is, they're not going there because they want to watch a commercial. They're going there because they want to be entertained. They're going there because they want to waste a little bit of time on their coffee break or, you know, before they start their day. And so the closer your content can imitate the reason why they're there in the first place, which is entertainment and, you know, a, a break from their day, the more likely you are to connect with them. So that's why these kinds of videos just perform on a whole different level compared to the typical boring videos that everyone else is throwing out there that just looks and feels like a commercial. So that's a real quick overview. And it, it, it all seems so simple, right? So we, we all, we all, all <laughs> if know, only, if only, because, you know, we've, <laughs> we've seen those videos though, the, 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 the dollar shave club or um, will it land uh, for that sake, you know, with, with all spies, the, 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 yep. uh, they, they mixed up and it all seems so simple, but you know, we don't all get like millions of views. So how do we, get that video to go viral? What, what, what are those steps? You, you really are making me curious here. Okay. So step number one is something that, you know, if you're a marketer or have been involved with marketing, you should already know this and you probably do, but it's doing your research. Nobody would ever go out and write a letter, then walk to the mailbox and then decide who to address it to. And yet that's what a lot of people do with their marketing is they don't write with a clear focus on who am I talking to? What is this, what is this person who's going to be watching this video or reading my newsletter or whatever the marketing form is? What is this person experiencing? What are their pains? What are the solutions that I have that can help those pains? But the closer that you can drill down to a very, very specific customer avatar, the more likely you are to hit the bullseye with all of your messaging. The number one thing that we see time and again when we launch our campaigns isn't just the views and the sales, but it's also the number of comments and shares and interactions of people saying, 
I have no idea. I just sat through a three or four minute ad and I have no idea why. And the reason is because we connected with that person on such a deep level that they couldn't not watch it. And we also get comments like, that person in the video is me, or that person just feels like somebody that I wanted to be friends with. And that's because we've written your character into the story. So again, you can, you can read a lot more about step one, but finding out how do I really drill down to speak specifically to the person that has certain problems that I can solve and then coming up with some key points before you ever put pen to paper of who is it that I'm talking to and why. Step two is the brainstorming. This is the fun part, but it can also be the most scary. When you sit down to an empty page or a blank whiteboard, I always tell people in, in this world, and just to define, there are all kinds of different marketing videos. What we do is a very specific kind of video. It's a top of funnel video intended to hit cold traffic. So for this kind of video, you've got to start out with a very very disruptive opening hook. That's the first five seconds. Nothing else matters if somebody doesn't watch past the first five seconds. So you got to come up with ideas that will visually shock people or entertain people or pique their curiosity. Um, and, and in our world, that starts with a strong character, a lead character that's going to walk you through this video. And again, watch examples on our website. Every single one follows this formula. I love so that how one you... with the with the Renault Filon, with the with I think it was the DeLorean in it from uh, Back yeah. to the Future. That was like <laughs> the, the Back imitation. to the Future. I love it. Yes. You know, it's, that's a great example. So it's it's on your website, but. Uh, yeah, right, right out of the bat, the first five seconds, you see a DeLorean time machine explode into the picture with sparks and somebody gets out of the DeLorean looking like, you know, Doc from Back to the Future with the mm -hmm. glasses. And you, you can't not say what's going on here and turn on the sound. Because the problem is 80% of people watching videos on so social media have their sound off. So your job is to visually grab them. We also put all of our subtitles on the screen in, you know, our graphic designer, make sure it looks perfect. You never want to leave it up to the, uh, to the algorithms to figure that out. But then if I'm, you know, asleep, my wife's asleep next to me and I'm scrolling through on my phone at night, I can still follow along with the story because I can read it even if I don't turn the sound on. Anyway, so back to the brainstorming. You've got to come up with a whole bunch of bad ideas before you come up with a great idea. So we always set a goal that we're going to throw out 50 bad ideas in order to get to the great ones. And that takes all of the pressure off of coming up with good ideas. And so what do I mean by an idea? Well, in our world, we've got a character and a problem that that character is experiencing. And the more fun and you know, fantastic that world, the more you know, entertainment is going to be on the screen for people to say, what's going on here? And so, again, I go into more detail in the book, but the whole concept is don't worry about coming up with good ideas, because if you come up with 50 bad ideas, there will be one in there. Most of the time, a lot more than one. 
Okay, so step three is the scripting. That's where you say, okay, my character is this and my problem is this. Let's now build a story around that. And that's where you need, um, you know, a really good story writer who's going to also take the copy points, the key selling points that you identified in step one of doing your research and come up with a story. And a story typically takes somebody through, um, you know, the, the traditional Hollywood character arc of meeting somebody who has a problem, who meets a guide who gives them the solution and then shows the the happier ever after ending. And that's the framework that Donald Miller talks about in his um, podcast and book story brand, right? So that's, that's a really important part of writing a story that follows that arc. Um, we actually, and, and people are really surprised when they find out that our videos take four months to produce and have a team of about 20 people touching the project at any given time. Eight of those are writers. Let that sink in. So we mm-hmm. have a copywriter, so a marketing copywriter that comes up with the marketing copy points. Then we have a script writer who's just telling the story. Then step four is we add the comedy. So we've got a, a story that's fun, entertaining, but it's not necessarily funny until we bring in our team of comedy writers. And I have at least five professional comedy writers on every project. They basically take the story and they add in jokes and add in, you know, funny ideas or witty, zany characters and and things that, you know, our, our story writer would never think of. But a trained professional comedy writer is brilliant, you know, at coming up with things that will just add to it. And I always say the wisdom of the crowd is better than the individual. And so that's why we have at least five other writers who are taking the story and saying, what if we did this? What if we put this in? And that process takes us two months to what go kind of from people are those, you know, it's, it's like you say there are professional yeah. comedy writers. Is that, is they, do they write for stand up comedy or is it commercial? Yep. Is that, yep. So, so I have a whole bunch of different ones and they're all freelancers. So some of them, and you'll, you'll laugh, but some of these guys live on cruise ships. <laughs> like they work for me during the day because they got nothing to do. And at nighttime they're entertaining, you know, holiday makers on cruise uh-huh. ships. Um, some of them are stand-up comedians that travel from city to city doing stand-up comedy every night. And during the day on the planes, trains, or automobiles, they're writing for me. Yeah. Your listeners can find these people, and I'll give you a couple of tips. Go to sites like Fiverr, who yeah. have really good comedy writers. Now, they also have some really crappy ones, so you have to read their reviews and make sure that, you know, they're, they know what they're doing. And sometimes, you know, it takes us a couple of projects to weed out the good ones from the bad ones. Um, or you can, you know, go to your local comedy club and go up to the stand-up comics that you like afterwards and ask them if they'll freelance for you. But these, these are people that have time on their hands and are also very talented. So that's how we do it. Cool. So when it comes to comedy, here's here's a point that your listeners need to realize. A lot of companies will say to me, I don't think our brand is the right fit for a funny video. And my response is, well, do your customers 
have emotions? Because that's really the only qualifier. Who doesn't like to smile? Who doesn't like to laugh? Now, the difference is it has to be relevant humor telling a relevant story. So if I have a problem, it doesn't matter if I'm if my target is CXOs of Fortune 500 companies or whether they're teenagers looking for an acne cream. Those are going to be two totally different types of humor. Mm -hmm. So as long as I'm speaking to that person that I'm addressing that envelope to, I'm going to be talking in a much more intelligent way to the CXO than I am to the teenager. And so the, the question shouldn't be, is my brand right for humor? The question should be, do I need more customers? Do I need to generate more leads? And yes, of course, you need to stay on brand. You need to tell stories that are relevant to your brand, but there's no brand on the planet that can't benefit from humor. It's all about the execution and how you deliver that. And as long as you're talking in the voice of that character and are relating to a problem that that character has, that's really where you need to be focusing, not on should I be doing funny or not. So again, the, the most expensive advertising platform on the planet we just saw last week, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. What does 95% of those companies across all industries, what's the method that they use to deliver their messages? 95% of the time it's humor because it works. So anyway, there's step four is adding the humor. Step five is the production. Now, this is where a lot of people think, well, the most important part of production is making sure that you know we have the best cameras or the best lights and the best sound. And that is important, but that's not the most important part. The most important part of production is casting the right actor. We go through dozens and dozens and dozens of auditions for every actor that we cast because it's that important. So, you know, again, your, your listeners can do all of this on their own, but follow the steps and make sure that you're finding the right actor. Um, acting, auditioning actors doesn't cost anything. Anyone can reach out to a local acting agency, send a portion of the script and ask them for, you know, demo reels or or submissions of video clips from actors doing a rehearsal from their home. Everyone in the age of COVID is used to doing that. Great tip. But finding that perfect actor is the most important part, second to writing a really good, compelling, funny script. So... Obviously, after that, you know, the better you can make your video look, the more it's going to stand out and look different to everyone else's that's filming theirs, you know, on an iPhone in their offices. So if you can afford to hire the professionals, that's where the difference is between videos that really work compared to videos that, you know, are are a little bit better than what you're currently doing. Uh, any, Any questions so far? I've got three more steps to go. No, I think I think that those are some great uh, great tips already. Um, yeah, it's it's the with the 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 tip on uh, on finding those people on Fiverr and and adding the story. We we talked about uh, story brand and the use of story brand uh, uh, on on a couple of our episodes. So I'll I'll point those out in yeah. the show notes as well. Very important, and I I'm glad to hear 
uh, that it's as important in this uh, uh, this plan uh, or the videos as well. So I love it. You know, go 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 cool. ahead and share the the next three uh, tips or steps. Okay, so step six is editing. Now you've heard it said many times. Comedy is all about timing, and timing is created in the edit. So you can have an actor that res, you know reads their lines and it just it doesn't sound as funny as you thought it would be when you scripted it. A good editor understands how to fix things with a, an edit here. You know, if we if we let that joke breathe for a second too long, it might not seem funny. Whereas if we cut it and go straight into the next scene, it'll be funnier. Or you mm -hmm. can cut from a wide shot to a close up. Um, so a really good editor who understands timing is pretty critical in uh, in in doing the, in this process. Um, the other thing is people don't stop watching videos because they're too long. Netflix is still around, mm -hmm. churning out two hour long movies. They stop watching because they get bored. They stop watching because it's not relevant to them. They stop watching because it's just it feels like an ad, and so. When you edit, you've got to speed through anything and chop out, cut out anything that makes it feel too long, too boring. If you watch our videos, um, you probably won't get give me the feedback that it got boring. You may give me the feedback that it almost seemed overwhelming. And that's the tipping point. It's got to keep the pace so that you never let people get bored. People are always going to, you know, bounce away from your video. Not everyone that watches it is going to watch it all the way through to the end. But the more you can keep their attention by keeping the pace fast and quick cutting from one scene to another, while making sure you deliver your message is, is critical. Now, the other thing about editing, and this is something that blows a lot of people's minds, the reason why our videos you know, have millions and millions of views is because we don't just throw out one version of the video and gamble that that version is going to work. The majority of our videos, we create 32 different versions of the same video. And then 32. we- 32, let me walk wow. you through that. So we've got a full length version and a half length version. We also have three totally different opening hooks. Remember how I said the opening hook is the most important. Um, and so we film three totally different opening hooks to ABC split test, which one gets the, the longer view through rate. We also film and edit three totally different offers. You know, so one could be buy one, get one free. One could be fill out this form. One could be, you know, get 50% off, whatever it is. You want to be testing what works and what doesn't. We also create widescreen versions for YouTube and we create square versions for mobile because the better experience is going to be delivered depending on which platform you're on. Then we create all of those versions with the subtitles built in for the, for the mobile versions because we know 80% of people aren't going to be watching and we don't put the subtitles on the YouTube version because everyone has their sound on when they're watching those videos. So it's all about tailoring the experience and then testing, testing, testing. So we work with digital marketing agencies that will take those 32 different versions of those videos 
and they will run ads on each one and fairly quickly will be able to come back to us and say, okay, this one performed best. That's when we can say with confidence to our client, okay, now let's spend a whole bunch of money promoting that ad with that opening hook, with that offer. And this is the version that works the best. And a lot of people are surprised when they find out the longer versions of our videos actually outperform the shorter ones in most cases. So anyway, that's that's a whole bunch about editing. You got to have somebody who knows editing and understands how to create all of these different versions. And then step seven, I've already mentioned it, is the testing. Now, this is probably a good time to break everyone's heart and reveal the dirty truth of how our videos actually go viral. And the answer is paid ads. <laughs> yeah. And as much as people kind of say, well, that's cheating, I say, do you want a business model that's repeatable, that's scalable, that's predictable, that you can order inventory in to keep up with supply and demand? Or do you want to just create a video, put it on YouTube and pray that it goes quote unquote viral? I'm here to tell you that no longer happens when you're dealing with videos that are selling something. These platforms, you know, Facebook, Instagram, these are sophisticated algorithms will, will immediately detect the difference between an ad and a cat video or a celebrity video. Those mm -hmm. kinds of videos can still go viral. But if you're trying to make money on these platforms, these algorithms are trained to detect and, and almost penalize an ad versus a regular video. So the only way, if you, anytime you see an ad these days with millions of views on it, I can guarantee that the majority of those views were paid. I, I explain it like, you know, if I was to build you a vending machine full of $100 bills and tell you that that machine only costs $20 to use, you're going to want to spend money on that machine day in and day out because you're getting more in return. And that's what these campaigns are really about. But the beauty is that the return on that ad spend, the return on that dollar that you spend, in our experience, is significantly higher when you're using this kind of compelling creative that, yes, it does get a viral boost. A lot of people do share these organically, but it's probably only, you know, five to 10% of our views. The majority are paid ads that convert at a higher return on ad spend. We just had a client um, who launched a new product and we released their video, and within two months, they sold out of their entire inventory in their warehouse and are now on back order waiting months to get a shipment from China where the product is, is produced. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want to launch a campaign like this until you're ready and that you have all of the inventory. And that requires you know, a business plan rather than a whim of an idea of let's make a video that quote unquote goes viral. And again, there's nothing wrong with, with that ad spend. I think, you know, it's, it's, as long as the ROA, the return on ad spend is, is good and you, you can measure exactly. that. And it, it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with it that you are basically buying that, that viral vibe that you need to have. So again, I think, yes. I think that's, that's very, that's a very important note that you're making there. It's, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. 
And, and I'll just add to that, when you do see videos, you know, like ours and many others, like the kinds that we do that have millions and millions of social views, you can very quickly deduce that that video is working. It's bringing in more business than the company is spending to run it, or else they wouldn't be continuing to spend dollars on that video to get it into the millions of views. So it, it, it indicates a positive return on ad spend. So the, the last step, step eight, I've already mentioned it, it's forget going organically viral. You know, if you build it, they will come was a nice line for a movie. It doesn't work in the world of marketing. So everything that I've explained to this point is 50% of the equation. The other 50% is the marketing strategy that you put behind a video like this. So we create the video and then we work with digital agencies to take all of those 32 different video assets and create a squeeze page that looks and feels as close to the experience that they've just had watching the video as possible, and then captures that lead or that sale with the low-hanging fruit offer that we mention in the video. And then obviously creating a strategy of media buying and different ads and understanding where your customers are to decide which platforms are best for delivering this video. But it's about, again, a business strategy that takes a long time to put together, but that's the difference coming back full circle to the videos that we used to get that would you know, get a few thousand views on YouTube compared to campaigns that literally transform company sales with millions and millions of dollars of sales. You know, we have, we've had multiple companies that we've taken through the step-by-step process and we have doubled, tripled, quadrupled their number of sales. Great. So, great. so, so if, if you're taking those companies through, uh, through that uh, process um, and again, just to, to, rephrase this a little but you, you you mentioned that you have like at least eight writers you have a production and editing team um you need to spend uh, money on advertising so what kind of budgets do do listeners have to keep let's say let's say think about when they are planning to do a video like this like a funny sales video yeah so there's i see it as three different options, right? Option number one is I'm a small business owner. I don't have any extra money to spend. I just want to do something that's better than what I'm currently doing. And, and you know, if you're, if you're serious about business, you're doing some kind of marketing. You're probably spending something on Facebook ads or YouTube ads or LinkedIn ads or Google ads. And, and what I would say is what are you currently driving people to with those ads and if you just follow the steps that I've outlined today, download the free ebook, go do this yourself, then really the only thing that you need, to, and I'm talking the low, low, low budget way to do it. The only two things that you really need to spend money on are hiring people to write the script, because you shouldn't do that yourself. Even if you're a good writer, you need other people to create the humor and all of that. You know, you could probably find people you know, for a few hundred dollars each to help you with the script. And, and you know, you, you'd need a team, like I said, of um, 
seven odd people. So you you could get a good script. I mean, obviously there's a lot of time involved, but hard costs, I don't know, two, three thousand dollars, and you could you could do what I've described. Um, then you also obviously have to pay the money for the great actor. So probably, you know, a thousand dollars for a for a really good actor. So you could do that whole thing for you know a few thousand dollars, but then you've still got to continue what you're already doing with your marketing budget, right? So you take that video and you put it on Facebook, on YouTube. Marketing, you know, you can get, it just totally depends. You can be spending $50 a day on an ad in order to figure out how well is this ad spend converting. And this isn't my area of expertise. This is where I partner with marketing agencies. Um, so that's the, the low, low, low budget way of doing it. Then, you know, you, you can really ratchet it up and go to a, a production house and get it done. Again, you're going to have to go through the whole process. And, and if you're just hiring a production company, you know, it could, it could be anywhere from $10,000 up. Um, you know, our campaigns, if you were to call us, you know, we have three packages. They, they start at $30,000 to do the entire process. Mm -hmm. So that'll give you a really good idea. But then we have customers on the back end. We have some customers that spend $10,000 a week on ads. We have other customers that spend $100 a week on ads. It just totally depends on how large you are, how much you can keep up with the demand of what these campaigns can generate. Um, and also, obviously, your, your budget, because some of these returns are instant, right? So they're buying a product right now. But some of them are, you know, like some of our B2B clients, they're generating a lead that then goes into a webinar, that then goes into a phone call, that then goes into a personal meeting. And it could be three months before you see the return on that ad spend. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I think that ads eight steps. A process makes makes a lot of sense to listeners. Again, they can download it on your website, which I will share in the show notes. So yeah. people can can find it on your website, download it uh, for free over there. And and you know, should they have any questions, where can they reach you? Yeah, so we offer a free brainstorm session to anyone that's considering you know this kind of a strategy. It's it's all the same place. Just go to funnysalesvideos.com. Down at the bottom of that page, there's a form to fill out to schedule a free brainstorm session. Cool. Josh, it, it was a um, pleasure having you here on the podcast. Um, I am also going to listen to your your own podcast, how to yeah. uh, make, a, make a video go viral, which I'll also share in the show notes. I'm looking forward to listening to that. And I hope to have you back somewhere in the near future. That'd be great. Yeah, we go into way, way, way more detail in that podcast. We also interview people that have gone through this process. And so it's, uh, you know, if your listeners have enjoyed this, they'll certainly enjoy that too. How to make a video go viral on all the regular podcast platforms. Thank you very much, Joseph. Thanks, Elias. Listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.